0: My guest today is Clarence Haynes, Jr., and he is going to be talking about forgiveness. So I know that you've spoken about forgiveness in the past. Um, Mm -hmm. It's so good to have you back. Um, There are a lot of people out there. They just can't seem to forgive.
1: Yes, I understand that. (laughs) I was one of
0: them. And so, and me too. And me too. (laughs) I have to fess. I have to fess up. How can someone begin to see what Jesus tells us to do?
1: You know that's a fantastic question, and um, I'll I'll share a little bit of my story, which I think will help people in understanding the process. But for me, my my unforgiveness struggle was with my with my father actually, um, and for years I could not forgive him, or rather, I should I should, I should phrase that differently. I chose not to forgive him. Uh, because I honestly believe forgiveness is a choice that that you make, and so there was a process that that God did in my heart, and um you know it's funny because you as as christians the one thing we do know is that we we should forgive um and a lot of times when people would uh tell me that I would kind of skate around the issue a little bit or I try to figure out a way to justify my uh unforgiveness and so there was a process that god worked in my heart and i began to see the the results of my unforgiveness and what it was actually costing me um and so and i think when you begin to understand that then that begins to help you move forward in beginning to forgive someone um for for things that they've done and and i think the The best way to look at it is to look at the parable that Jesus told in Matthew 18 of the unmerciful servant. I think that's one of the best examples of understanding um, what forgiveness is, because I really believe that when you don't forgive, then it really shows that you don't really understand God's forgiveness, and here's what I mean by that. In that parable, if you remember, um, Peter comes to Jesus and he asks Jesus a question. He says, uh, how, how many times should I forgive my brother who sins against me, right? And Peter, thinking he's being generous, says seven. Now, that, that number, by the way, in, in those days, rabbis used to teach that if you forgive a person, you, you, you can give, forgive them up to three times, basically, and that's being merciful. So it was like three strikes and you're out. And Peter's like, hey, I didn't, I didn't go to three, God. I went to seven. I doubled what they said I should do. And Jesus, as you know, he said he didn't say seven. He said 70 times seven. In other words, there's an unlimited amount of forgiveness that which we should be bestowing upon our brothers or sisters or in Christ or family or whoever the person is, even if they're not in Christ, Right. And then he goes and tells the story of the unmerciful servant. And the guy comes in owing the king 10,000 bags of gold. And just to give you a, uh, a relative picture, he owed the king about $7 billion. That's what, if you, if you fast forward that in today's dollars, he owed the king $7 billion. And uh, estimates say it would have taken him 200,000 years to pay off that debt. So it was virtually impossible for him. It was not virtually. It was impossible for him to pay off the debt. There was no way in the world he was ever paying off the debt. And the funny thing is the, king, the, the, the servant gets before the king, begs for mercy, and says, I'll pay it off, right, knowing that there's no way in the world he could ever do that. And what do we see? We see that the king showed him mercy. And if you think about that, just as a parallel, that servant was us because we owed a sin debt to God that it would literally take us eternity to pay off if we chose to pay it ourselves. Yes. Right. And the, the, the king had complete mercy on the servant and he wiped the entire debt clean. He walked away free right? And that's the same thing God did for us, right? He He We, he, we brought our sin debt, which we owed an internal price. We, we would have had to pay an eternal price for, and he wiped the slate clean, completely 100% clean. Now, the servant goes out and finds somebody who owes him the equivalent of about four months worth of salary, right? So he went from something 200,000 years of salary to four months, And he showed him no mercy whatsoever threw him in jail and you know got angry at him and 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 roughed him up just for four months worth of salary which by the way very easily he could have worked out an agreement to pay that off right and so what we see there is that the servant didn't understand the forgiveness that he had received and i think once you have a revelation of the forgiveness that God has given you, it forces you to bestow forgiveness on someone else. You cannot, I, I honestly believe this, you cannot truly understand how much God has forgiven you and then you not in turn go and
0: forgive somebody else. Then which, if, is, if, which is so tough for so many people because they held things over other people's heads and then correct. they steam about it.
1: That's correct. And, you know, what's, what's, what's fascinating is that, um, and, and, and the, what the Bible says about what the master said to the wicked servant, I wrote it down here, he says, the master called the servant in, he said, you wicked servant, I canceled all that debt of yours, because you begged me to, shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant, just as I had on you? In other words, Mm -hmm. we can't walk around holding things over people's heads because God doesn't walk around holding things over our head. Absolutely. And if God can forgive every sin that I have ever committed simply because I come and I repent and ask him to forgive me, if God can do that to me, then I in turn need to extend that to someone else, let me let me take it a, a step further because two other scriptures um, is Ephesians says, "Be kind and compassionate to one another." This is Ephesians four thirty two, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Um, and then if you look in Matthew chapter six verse fourteen and fifteen, it says, "If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you." But here's the flip side of that, verse fifteen. But if you refuse right? That, that shows that unforgiveness is a choice, right? If you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. That's a powerful statement. Because in other words, God is saying, what I have given to you, give to somebody else. And if you can't give to someone else what I've given to you, then I'm going to stop giving to you. And and I think that's the thing that um, we have to first understand. We have to get a revelation of the forgiveness that god has given to us and once we understand that it's virtually impossible to realize the amount of stuff and sin that god has forgiven us and then we can't in turn go and forgive somebody else now i'm not saying this is easy don't get me wrong here i'm not Absolutely trying to make a light not, of it
0: not easy not, not easy, easy. it's
1: not easy and, and in my struggle, I wrestled with this for, for years, I wrestled with this thing. So I'm not trying to make light of it and say, oh, it's so, so simple and easy. No, it's not. However, <laughs> that's why God gives us grace, number one, and the okay. Holy Spirit, number two. So just because it's not easy, that's not an excuse because God said, my grace is sufficient for you and my strength will be made perfect in your weakness. So if you can't forgive, okay, then that becomes the point of God, you've got to help me to do this because I can't. And when you get to that place, God says, great, I will help you do it. Mm -hmm. And that's the exact same thing that he did uh, in my life. When I came to that place, he said, I remember the day I was praying, he said, you've got to forgive your father. And I was like, really? (laughs) And, uh, And yet, that moment that I did, God gave me the grace to do it, and everything changed after that um and there's a there's an other side to this that i that I want to share as well um but there's a you know once God did that, interesting enough and and this is the part of of unforgiveness that sometimes people don't recognize is they don't recognize the amount of weight that they are carrying around by holding on to the unforgiveness. It's a burden. It's a barrier. It's a, it's a ankle weight locked around your ankle that you're dragging every place you go. It weighs you down. It slows you down. You don't even recognize that you're carrying it until you release it. And for me, once I did that, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm free. This is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is fantastic. And, you know, and since I've been able to repair Uh, the relationship with my father and we've done things that, you know, fathers and sons do, um, you know, and, and, and I've been thankful for that, but I missed that because I was carrying this, this weight and I didn't even realize how heavy it was because sometimes what happens is if you carry it long enough, you just get used to carrying it and you forget that it's there.
0: Yes. Until it gets
1: released. And all of a sudden you realize, Oh my gosh, I was carrying all of that, you know, and that's the work that god wants to do because the truth of the matter is the benefits of forgiveness are not for the pe- person that or people you are forgiving mm-hmm. it's for you the forgiver right yes. so when you forgive the benefits are all for you it's not for yes. the other person it's all about you and god is seeing the way that 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 corrupts your thought and it and it and it just you know the weight that it carries on you and the burden that it that you're bearing and he's saying listen i don't want you carrying all of that stuff yeah and that's yeah. why that's why he presses and he nods and he prods by the holy spirit to forgive because he wants to release you from all of that
0: absolutely and anger yeah. seems to be um it festers
1: yes it does because that
0: that's part of the unforgiveness is is anger um, mm-hmm. towards someone. So maybe somebody in your family hurt you or a friend right. hurt you. Um, what are some of the steps uh, that you could do to, to, uh, to forgive someone?
1: Well, um, the first step is to, first of all, acknowledge your personal struggle with unforgiveness and be honest with God. Um, and actually tell God, God, I know I, w- I, know I should do this, but I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And be honest. See, I, I think sometimes where people go wrong in, in, in prayer is they don't take the mask off and they don't tell God how they really feel. They think they have to come to God with all the, the feelings, right. And the emotions, right. And, and if I don't have my emotions, right, then God, I can't, no, 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 no. Come to God and say, listen, God, I know your word says I need to forgive this person, but guess what? I don't want to do it, or I don't feel like I can do it, or I'm still hurting, and how can I do this? All of those raw, open, honest emotions, take all of those and bring them to the Lord in prayer and say, God, I know I should do this, but I just don't know how. I don't want to. I feel like I can't. I'm still hurting, all of that stuff. And bring it to the Lord in prayer. Um, uh, Peter says, "Cast all your anxieties upon Him, because He cares for you." Mm-hmm. And so, I think it starts with an honest acknowledgement of where you really are, and yes. and, and own it. Yes. Don't try to hide it. Don't don't try to excuse it. Don't try to justify it. None of that stuff. Just own it. And say, "Listen, God, this is where I am right now. I'm I'm. I know I, what I need to do, and I, I just don't have it in me to do it." That's okay. Start there. Um, and then once you do that, then you need to begin asking God to help you to do it. That's number two. And then number three, um, you actually have to do two things. I believe this is me personally. One is actually go through the process of forgiving the person. Now forgiving the person doesn't necessarily, sometimes you don't have to say it directly to that person Because to be quite honest with you, a lot of times the person that you're harboring bitterness or or resentment or unforgiveness towards has moved on from the situation. They're not even back in that place.
0: Exactly. Exactly. They're still, they're 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 living,
1: (laughs) they're doing, they're moving, they're grooving, they're living life, you know. So you're back in 2000 and they're in 2020 and you're stuck in this place Mm -hmm. they've gone on with their life. So, so it may just simply mean that you have to forgive that person, even if you never actually uh, see that person or uh, indulge or, you know, it may not be face to face. In other words, it's so it may just be you in prayer before the Lord and forgiving them before God.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
1: Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I had to do in my personal experience. I, before the Lord, I, I forgave, my father before the Lord. And that's when the weight was lifted. And then I would encourage you to do one other thing, if it's possible, this is not always possible, but then you need to take an additional step to, to move past that space of unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. So do something that is, um, that is going to signify to yourself that you've forgiven that person, you know, so maybe it's a phone call and say, hey, I just wanted to say um, whatever or um, whatever. In my case, what I did was I said, yeah, all right, um, I, I, I called my father and we decided that I said, let's go to a football game. It's something I'd never done with him in, in 48 years of life. But these were steps towards walking out the forgiveness that I had given in my heart. And I think you have to take those steps because without those steps, I think sometimes then you may be tempted to, to still hold on to that unforgiveness, you know? And so sometimes it's, that's the faith in action, if you will. It's the walking by, um, you know, James talks about, you show me your, your, your faith without works, and I'll show you faith with works. Right. And so, so that's kind of the works part of the faith where I've forgiven you, and now I'm gonna walk out this unforgiveness. Um, and, and again, that's not always possible because sometimes people you need to forgive you've lost contact with or they're nowhere around or uh, um, stuff like that, sometimes they've even passed on, you know, um, so you, you can't physically do that. But if it's possible, then go ahead and do that. Um, and one other thing I would say is if, again, is talk to someone about your struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, don't feel that's- like you are in this alone because again, that's one of the tricks of the enemy to, to isolate you and make you feel like you're the only one in the world going through this. Or if I talk to someone, what are they going to think about me? Or they're going to judge me. Are they going to, um, realize that maybe, oh, you're, you're not the Christian that everyone thinks you are and all this kind of nonsense that the enemy tells us, um, it's okay. Find someone who you trust and say, listen, I'm struggling with this. Help me. Mm -hmm. And agree together with them in prayer, because guess what? This is the will of God. So if you are agreeing with them in prayer, wherever two or three touch and agree, right? God will do it. So because you are agreeing with them in prayer to do what God wants you to do, guess what God is going to do? He's going to strengthen you and and embolden you and empower you to do it. The other good thing that does is that creates another layer of accountability. Um, so it's not just support, but it's also accountability. Because remember, if you don't forgive, God's not going to forgive you. So, so that's God's word, by the way. It's not Clarence's word. It's God's word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so find that support and that accountability and, and, and walk with that person and say, hey, help me here. I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's okay.
0: So so I know that sometimes, too, um, it's about pride. I mean, pride mm-hmm. always seems to rise up in someone like, oh, they said that to me. I mean, I, you've gone through all the steps and they're beautiful, right. but somebody's still got something harboring in there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're holding on to that pride. Pride is a bad uh, thing that, ha- that yeah. kind of gets in your heart.
1: You know what? I, I was thinking about this and I said, you know, sometimes what happens is we we don't really want to offer unconditional forgiveness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We want to forgive a person, right?
0: Yes. But
1: we want that person to feel some of what we felt and the way they've hurt us. Yes. So I'll forgive you. But before I do that, I want you to come begging and pleading and with tears and with sorrow yeah. and, and on your knees and all and, of that and stuff. That, that's
0: and, not happening. <laughs> and that's not
1: happening. Right. But that's what we want because there's, as you said, it's that pride. We want, we want that person to feel a little bit of the pain that we are feeling or the humility that maybe we've experienced. So we want them to be humiliated. And when they come in that humiliation, then maybe I'll think about <laughs> yeah. forgiving you. Maybe I'll at least, all right, they, they're, they're making an attempt. Yeah, and what God is saying, no, unconditional across the board. Mm. Um, straight up forgiveness, whether they ever ask for it or not, because remember, it's for you. The benefits are more for you than it is for them. Um, and that's the thing that God wants to just, he just wants to release you from all that stuff. And and you're right, pride is pride it pride plays a big part in that.
0: And praying for them too, because yes. you know, when you when you I know from my own self, when I pray for my enemies, mm-hmm. there there's a forgiveness that God puts inside of my right. heart as well. What do you think about that?
1: I agree. Um, you know, here's here's the truth. You can't pray in earnest for someone, right? Think about think about the oxymoron of this. God, I'm praying for the person, that, but I don't want to forgive them. That doesn't work. No. <laughs> it doesn't work that <laughs> way. So I can't pray in earnest for a person and then at the same time harbor unforgiveness towards that person. It, it does not work. No. So if my heart is broken in and, and real sincere prayer for that person that has hurt me, then out of that, God is going to birth a a heart to forgive that person Mm -hmm. because if you're not going to if you if you don't want to forgive them then quite honestly it's going to be really hard to pray for them Mm
0: -hmm. with
1: all real sincerity it's going to be really hard because what's going to happen is your prayer is going to be god show them how much they've hurt me and cause them to (laughs) want to uh, (laughs) repent and come back to me and say i'm sorry and all of this stuff that's how you're going to pray for them you know um because, again, and that's really a, a me-focused prayer, and you're not really praying for them. What you're praying for is God to get them, you know, um, convict them and, yeah. and get them. You know, <laughs> you see what they did to me, God, go get them. And that's not what God wants. That's not how God wants us to pray for our enemies. There's, there's one other thought that I had about this, too, is that what, what you don't understand, too, is that when you are walking in unforgiveness, you are kind of building a wall around yourself. And what do I mean by that? You begin to cut off the blessing of God in your life because you're harboring unforgiveness. Here's a fact and 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 this might be hard for people to hear, but unforgiveness is sin. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. like to think about that you know we and and we will find ways to justify staying in that unforgiveness place but oh look at what they did and 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 this and that and and I have a right and and all of that stuff and the reality is unforgiveness is sin and as i said before you choose to forgive or not to forgive it's Absolutely. a choice that you make and so when you choose to forgive then you begin to cut yourself off from the blessing of god not to forgive rather the other thing too is that you cut yourself off from freedom because you are now choosing think about this you are choosing to remain in a place of bondage rather than going and moving to a place of freedom
0: yes like like a prison you're putting yourself that is in correct. a prison
1: you are putting yourself in a prison of your own choice.
0: Of your own unforgiveness choice. Right. Yes. And again,
1: I am not saying that this makes the process of forgiveness any easier. It's not, not what easy. I'm saying. It's <laughs> not easy. What I'm saying, though, it make the process of forgiveness is necessary. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, but it is absolutely necessary. And again, if, if, for, if you don't remember anything, remember this. It's necessary for you, not for the other person. And I think that's the thing. We think that we're hurting the other person um, sometimes or we're, you know, and what we're really doing is just hurting ourselves.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And that's the part that I think um, when you understand that revelation and you begin to realize how damaging it is, then you begin to realize, oh my gosh, I can't stay in this place. You know, I've had revelation after the fact and I thought about um, all of the wasted time and wasted years and wasted energy and wasted focus that I spent in that place of unforgiveness. And I had to ask God, I said, Oh, my gosh, Lord, look how much time I've wasted dealing with this thing. Um, but I'm thankful because now I can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I can hopefully help someone else get through it. And, and again, I'm not trying to say it's easy, because it, it's not it wasn't easy for me. Um, but there's grace to help you and God's spirit will help you do it, you just have to say, okay, God, I don't know how. I'm weak here, but because you want me to do it, I'm going to do this. And when you do that, God's spirit will come and strengthen and empower you. And you will discover that that weight that you've been carrying, he will lift it because this is what he wants for your life.
0: If you like this video and want to see more, hit the like and subscribe. And if you check the bell, you will always get a notification of a new video.